and welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast with me, Gail, and my amazing guest. I finally quit drinking for good in March of 2018, and one of the things that helped me was connecting with people on the same journey as me, hearing their stories and finding inspiration. No matter where you are on your journey to sobriety, I hope you enjoy listening to these stories and hope they bring you inspiration, joy and light so you can find your own sober bliss. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of Sober Bliss Meets. Today I'm super, super excited because I'm joined by one of my lovely members. In fact, Dawn is a founding member. She's been with me ever since I started the membership back in January. And Dawn is here today to talk to us about her experiences because she's over one year alcohol free. Um, yay! And <laughs> I'm just so excited for you to hear from her because I can kind of bang on about it as much as I want to, but it's always nice to hear from other people's experiences. So welcome, Dawn. It's so lovely to see you. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. I'm a little nervous because I've never done a podcast, but I know you'll be good with me. I will. And you'll be fabulous. You always are fabulous. <laughs> so Dawn, yes, you are one year, well, just a little over one year, alcohol free. Um, so huge congratulations to you. I'm so happy for you. Um, and I've kind of been with you over the past six months so I know just how much you've grown and flourished and what was it you said when we talked about coming on the podcast you were ready to spread the joy I'm ready to spread the joy and my sober wings I just want everybody to know that this is the best thing in the world and being alcohol free is a gift to yourself that's it, not shameful. I think we get caught in that cycle of it being shameful to stop drinking. It's the best gift you can give yourself. It sincerely is. It is. It is. And is that how you felt when you stopped drinking over a year ago? What was well, that like? I stopped. I stopped. I've been trying to do this for like the last six years. So I just, I'm, I'm a gray area drinker. You know, I, I, I'm great. At, I'm a teacher and I'm great at my job. Um, I'm a good mom. I didn't have like a horrible rock bottom, thankfully, mm. but it was just getting to the point where if I continued this habit, I was going to eventually I'm 50, I'm, I was 56 at the time. I'm eventually going to have some health problems. You just can't like Stevie Nicks says, you just can't keep the party going all the time. You just can't do it. Yeah. And I was just hitting that point where I was going, I, I want to be out working maybe in another 10 years. I want to be an active grandmother. I want to enjoy my retirement. And this is just not good for me anymore. I just hit, I just hit that point, had that, you know, you hear a lot about people having that aha moment. And I had that aha moment of just going, I just can't do this anymore. I just cannot. So, and I, and I need, and I know that over the last six years when I've tried, 
I've tried to do it all by myself and that doesn't work at all. So I just, I started, I stopped June 21st of 2020 and I started stalking you almost immediately on Facebook. <laughs> I found you. <laughs> and um, so I started really kind of anonymously being in the group. You know, I joined the group, but I was kind of there and just reading a lot. And then in January, when you started offering the small groups, I was like, oh, that's what I need. I just need I just need, I just need people around me. I need my group around me. Yeah. Yeah. So when you joined the membership and we talk a little bit more about that later, you were already, what, kind of six months into mm -hmm. your I was six months in. Journey. Yeah. 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 So what but, did you do in the early days, weeks, months um, to begin with? Well, I think what's different about this time rather than all the other times I've tried is I'm open to everything. Like, mm. you know, if you have a guest on that talks about essential oils, well, I'm going to try those oils. If you have a guest on who's talking about what alcohol really does to your body, I'm going to listen to that. I am not, I'm not just trying to just stop and that's it. I'm trying to, to put as many tools into my toolbox as I can. Um, and that's my difference. And you know what I did too, that I, when I first couple weeks, I drank so much water that I thought I was just going to float away. I just <laughs> drank and drank and drank and drank and drank. And you know what I've realized since when I've been listening to a podcast is that that water gives you dopamine. So that gives you that automatic, like high in your brain that, that the, so it was kind of replacing that alcohol, but it was hard the first few weeks, guys, just, just stick with it. Sit on your hands. If you have to change rooms, if you have to drink your water, just, you know, use all those tools and you, you can do it. You can do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is key being open to trying new different things. Um, and it doesn't matter what you try, as long as it works, like you say, the essential oils, um, you mentioned just before their podcasts and walking, I walked a lot. So yeah, I think that is key and making a decision as well. So was it a conscious de decision for you that this is it, this time it's for real, or did it gradually kind of dawn on you? Well, I think what I did is I can't do the whole forever thing. Like I just, that'll send me down into a big old spiral of, oh, oh screw that. I, nothing, yeah, I can't do that. But I decided, well, I can do something for a year. So that's how I first started doing it. I'm going I'm to do this for a year and see how I do. And I think when I found you, even on Facebook, I think I put in like stopping for a year. And I don't know how I got to you, but I got to you doing that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I said, just to stop for a year. And even now I'm going to, I'm not sitting around saying, I'm going to do this forever, but goodness, I love my life now. So why mm -hmm. would I even, why would I even change any of my good habits now? I just wouldn't. So, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So how has life changed for you then? What is it about your life now that you love? I love everything. I love waking up in the morning. Oh guys, mornings are the best. You don't have to worry about anything you wait you jump out of bed and you go oh I'm ready to start my day you remember clearly what happened the night before you don't have to look for, like wonder hmm did I say anything or did I buy something on Amazon that maybe I shouldn't have yeah, <laughs> yeah. you just you're, you go to the mirror in the, in the morning and your skin looks fabulous and your eyes look just wonderful and you're just ready to go. Like, it, it, you know, we were talking about, I think in our group that like, you've actually probably taken your makeup off the night before, you know, like you are just, 
the mornings for me are just beautiful. That's, that's something I would never, ever trade is my morning time, just waking up and feeling so good. Um, I think I'm more present for my family. My family has been super supportive and they are always telling me, you just look so much happier. And I am happy. I'm happy. I'm proud of me. I've, I've, I'm doing something very healthy for me and taking care of me. And it doesn't matter really, I don't think how much you drink. You can drink a few glasses of wine a night or a couple of bottles. I think if you don't feel like it's a good, it benefiting you at all, you need, you need to just stop. And that's where I was. Like it wasn't benefiting me at all. So um, mm. I think people kind of get stuck on that thinking, well, I only have a couple glasses of wine a night, but um, if that's impeding the way you feel the next morning, you need to kind of think about that. Gail, you know what else I've noticed too is my health is so much better. Like I go to the doctor now and mm. I I'm ready to have my blood pressure taken. I'm ready to have all my tests done because I know everything's going to come back beautifully. You know, and I did talk to my doctor. I know for years I, I didn't talk to my doctor about my drinking. You know, I'd say, oh, I'd have one drink a day. And, you know, that's not, that's not being truthful. So when I went in back in June, I told her that I was stopping drinking and she was so super proud of me. And I've continued that relationship with her. Mm. And I think that's encouraging too. Like the doctors have heard it all. You might as well just tell the doctor what's going on, right? So I did that. And so my health is just like 100% better, like 100% better. I have my cholesterol, in fact, is is what my cholesterol was like back in my 30s now. So that's a huge benefit to to not drinking. Yeah, wow. um, And I think that my stress, that this was a big thing for me, Gail. I was a gray area drinker because I thought that that would help me with my stress. I'd have a really stressful day. I have kind of, I have a lovely job, but it can be stressful. And I would come home and I would go like, oh, I just need to relax. And that's how I would have my wine. And that actually never really worked for me. That would give me more stress. And Mm. so I think I know that when I've stopped the drinking, my anxiety is much better. My stress level is better. I'm calmer. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just a win, win, win. I, and when I've had some hard times, I remember we talked during my eighth month and the pandemic was just getting me done. And we've all been in such a really, really difficult place right now with the pandemic. Yeah. And I remember the eighth month was the hardest month, but you and your support and just doing it just got me through it. I think that once you get through that first month, you don't want to go back to day one. I mean, day one sucks. Mm. You don't want to go back to that. So I remember during month eight, you were like, you can do this. Just let things flow over you. And, and I think when you let those feelings just flow over you, it does help. But the pandemic has not been anyone's friend. It's very difficult. So It is difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just so proud of you because you stopped right in the middle of the pandemic with all of that going on that was your kind of time when you when you tackled this um and since then obviously things have been opening up and you've been out um we've talked about all the different places that you've been to was that challenging for you Dawn to get back into the real world as a sober person uh, after being kind of doing this alone at home that's been my biggest challenge and that will continue to be my big my challenge as I go out you know Mm. uh yeah it is because I think 
oh, I know alcohol is everywhere. Like you go, we were just at a wedding and everyone's doing champagne toasts or you go out for um, dinner with your friend and everyone's drinking or you, I went on a girl's trip and everyone was drinking. So it is, you just have to, I tell everybody, I think, I think that alcohol free is like being gluten free or a vegetarian. So it's just my lifestyle that I'm choosing. So yeah. just let me do my thing. Yeah. You know, I have run into a few alcohol pushers, you know, who just say, oh, just have one or you, you can just do one. And I'm like, well, you wouldn't do that if I was gluten free. You wouldn't sit there and say, have a piece of bread. You know, <laughs> you would just be like, OK, yeah. I don't know what it is about our culture that people just feel like they have to give you alcohol if you don't want it. <laughs> I know. So I know. That's, and kind of, that's been my challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So how have you overcome that? Because uh, you've been to all these places and you've always come back and say, oh, it was the best time ever. It was fabulous. I really enjoyed it. And it does seem in some ways that you just kind of carried along on this lovely wave of, you know, your new energy and your new life. But there must be some planning in there, some tools that you oh, use. Yeah. Yes. When I went on my girl's trip to, uh, I went on my girl's trip, I had a fly. So I carried alcohol-free beer with me in my suitcase. So I checked it. So I knew I would have alcohol-free beer till I could get to the store to get some. Now you have to plan. You have to have your plan. You have to have your phrases in place or not. Um, you know, cause I don't, I don't think some people need to hear anything. I just say, I don't drink. But um, I think you have to have your water in place. You have to have your alcohol-free beer in place. You have to have your tea. I've developed a tea habit. And I think that's healthier, obviously, than my wine habit. So that's okay. But you have to have all those. At least that's how I've been helped. Help. And then I really think that people just do see my joy and my energy. And they leave me alone, you know? Yeah. 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 You are such an inspiring, uplifting person. Um, oh, goodness. You Thank are. You. And you... you just make the group what it is it's so much fun to have you here um and <laughs> we're talking about mornings before and you and I used to meet and it was 5 30 in the morning for you mm-hmm. um, so very early <laughs> huge well done for that um and yeah if you're drinking I can't imagine that it would be easy to get up to meet someone on zoom at 5 30 in the morning (laughs) no 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 that would have been a definite no (laughs) that would have been a hard no (laughs) yeah you know we were just at a wedding this last weekend and it was the best time the best time just to be so present for everything and and engage in real conversation with people and we went out on the dance floor and we danced for like three hours and you know we were sitting around talking about our favorite part of the wedding and my favorite part of the wedding was dancing with my husband and just being there with my husband so I mean it's been so long since we had gone out in public anyway and then just to be there with him I get all teary-eyed because I uh, I hadn't done that in a long time with him yeah so it was really wonderful it was it was a it was a blessing from God it really was oh yeah Oh, thanks, Dawn, for sharing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm so happy for you. And just your joy is infectious. Um, so no, it's no wonder that everybody around you had a really good time. And it's no wonder that, you know, the people in our group really love you because you are just fabulous and full of energy and joy about 
living alcohol free which is just so inspiring and and so amazing and before you stopped did you imagine it would be this way no no I think that I thought that it was that first of all you know it's so funny because when you listen to all these podcasts all of our stories see the state here this they're all the kind of the same I thought Mm -hmm. I was going to be boring I thought I wasn't going to be much fun I didn't think I'd have friends uh, how am I going to handle my stress? What am I going to do to kind of calm down? Cause I'm a real hyper girl, all mm. those things go through your head. And then that's the biggest, that's why I say that I'm sprouting my butter, my uh, sober wings now, because I feel like that drinking puts you in that cocoon, right? That chrysalis and you can't be yourself. Yeah. You've, you just can't be because you have all these fears, you're stuck. You just, and then when you have the courage to do it, and you, and you have success with it, then it's like, wow, what did I, why did I ever drink? You know, why did I ever do that to myself? Because mm-hmm. it's so much better on the other end of it. It really is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but, but I think everyone can get stuck. And I, the best, one of the best things about your group, uh, Gail, is there's no shame. There's no judgment. There's, mm-hmm. it's all women, which I love. So we can just, we can say things that, that, that other people might judge or, but you never do. You never fill us for shame. You, it's just a very safe space. And I think that has been a game changer for me to be in a safe space. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's important that you find your, your safe space, you find yes. your people, whatever that might look like, because, you know, you've always said, I can't do this alone. I didn't do it alone. Thankfully, I had my husband there by my side. But it is important, isn't it, to find a group of people who you can be yourself with no matter what and, and mm-hmm. connect with and, and share ups and downs and wins and, and challenges. Um, and we've had a few tears and a few laughs along the way, um, but that's what we're here for, I think. Yes. Um, so what made you decide to join the, the membership? Bear in mind you were already six months into this? I just feel that at this time in my life, I need to invest in me. And again, that's being open to everything, right? So Mm -hmm. I was going to just say, I was going to just try it and see if that didn't help, help me. Cause I, winter time for me is just a busy time. I'm a teacher again, and it's just a busy time at school. And I knew that that stress was going to hit me. And I still am trying to figure out ways to handle my stress, healthy, healthy ways to handle my stress. So I just, Mm -hmm knew that investing in myself and it, oh, another tool in my toolbox. And you've given me, I mean, you've given me tons of tools on my toolbox. It's not just you, it's all the things you teach. So yeah. I really am thankful for you and, the, and oh. your group. And how has the group helped? Oh, excuse my voice. I've got terrible hay feet. <laughs> how has the group helped you over the past months? Well, I think especially the first, like the first few months, you were like my, you were like my accountability, right? Like I talked mm-hmm. to you at five thirty in the morning, or I'd have we the Saturday calls are fabulous because most people can join on Saturday, so it was just, just that just somebody to be there, right? To, to listen to and to be sincere about how was your week, what's going on, what are your struggles, what are your what are your um, great things that, that have happened to you, the WhatsApp, you know, your face, your um, texting group, that's 
that's mm. been a game changer too. Because I think if you're having a hard moment, you can sit there and go, wow, you know, this has been a really hard day or wow, I did this and it was so cool. And just typing it out is is good. It's just putting it out there in the universe and just, and I think with all the time zones and all the women you have in the group, there's always someone there. There's always someone who answers. So. Yeah, yeah. that is the good thing about the WhatsApp group is that a somebody's bound to be up to listen mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and also I think it's the act of actually typing something like you just said if you're struggling I think it really helps just to say look I'm struggling and that in itself can be kind of a distraction it gets you out of your head for a moment mm -hmm. and just puts it out there whether anybody actually replies or not I think it's hugely helpful to have that um, resource there and that tool, as you yes. say. Yes. And what I like about your group too is that you are based in Spain, right? So I'm in the States. So the chances of us running into each other at the grocery store are very <laughs> slim, right? <laughs> so when I first joined that and really when I got on your Facebook group, that was a big selling point for me because I, you know, at that time I really wasn't ready to to tell everybody I'm living an alcohol-free life. Now I just tell everybody, like now I'm like, I'm alcohol-free and it's great. But at the time I wasn't. So yeah. I like that too, that, you know, everything online now just gives you, it, it used to be, you only had one option, right? You kind of went to AA or you went to your doctor, but now with this, you can have so much more support in the comfort of your own living room. You don't even have to, mm -hmm. to live to leave because there is and why is that gail why is there so much shame in this i don't know why there's so much shame in this i don't know either and it's it's quite frustrating because if you look at it logically actually not drinking is probably the least shameful thing that you yeah. can do it is the best thing that you can do for yourself Never mind as a parent, as somebody who works, you know, generally not drinking is actually really responsible. It's self-love, it's self-care, it's healthy, you know, it's mm. all of those wonderful things. But yet there's this shame and stigma attached to it. And I don't know if you read my article in the Telegraph um, that was out last week um, and it was quite a vulnerable piece and it, it was focused on some of the terrible, I have to say, things that happened when I was drinking. Um, but some of the comments, I made the mistake of reading the comments, I shouldn't have, but I stopped after comment number 22 or something because they were just so shaming and yes. really attacking and personal and yes. you know from reading an article in the newspaper <clears throat> you don't know me right yet all of the negative comments and there were a couple of positive ones put the blame on me as a person right for having the problem there's something right. wrong with me because I can't handle alcohol basically right. and right. I think that is the problem that's where the shame comes from Never mind that alcohol is an addictive substance. So no yes. wonder we're going to get addicted to it. Yes. Never mind the fact that it alters everything within us from, you know, yes. right down to the cellular level. It's yes. no wonder it turns us into somebody who we're not. It makes us do things we would never otherwise do. 
yet it's still our fault it's still our problem which i think is is totally wrong it's totally it is wrong well, and that's why I think you're, what you're doing is so important and so many other people out there are saying, we're not the problem, alcohol itself and alcohol in our society and every aspect of our society is important, is the problem. You know, it's like back in the 50s and 60s when everyone smoked cigarettes and that's just what everybody did until they realized how bad it is for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you tell people you quit smoking, everyone's like, oh, well, that's great. You know, I feel like alcohol, that's where it should be moving yeah. than in another another 20, 30 years, everyone will be going, oh yeah, that alcohol is so bad for you. Why did we, why did we ever like think that was the best thing to do in our society? Cause it's not, it's really, it's not, it's poison. We're putting poison right in our body. Basically. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Um, and it's, it's so liberating when you stop putting the poison in your body, despite, you know, the negativity that you might encounter from other people let's face it it's from other people Um, even with the challenges I still think it's you know the best most loving thing that you can do for yourself it is it is well and I think when you one of our group members has that app that says how many more years on your life you add like that needs to get I'm a science-based girl so I really like I listen to all those science podcasts on what it does to your brain chemistry. I mean, what mm-hmm. everyone just thinks liver, they don't think brain, but it's very detrimental to your brain and your brain function. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, I wanted to talk just a minute, Gail, about some of your mantras because you're so positive. Oh. And one of your, one of the best things that I, that I caught on was that no matter what, you know, when you stopped drinking, you were going to, no matter what, you weren't going to start again. And that's been my mm-hmm. mantra too, that no matter what, you know, what else can I do? Right. And also that we're doing this, you know, I think sometimes people sit there and say, we can do this, but we are doing this and we are living alcohol free and what a glorious life it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that Dawn. It is so powerful when you put it in that kind of present tense, we are doing this and Mm -hmm. yeah, we are doing this. We are doing this. Yeah. And it's, and I think that's the flip too. I think you can go down into that shame hole. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I was there for a long time, but I think you have to flip it to, we all have choices and I can choose to stay drinking or I can choose to stop. And I'm not powerless to do this. I have the power and I am doing this. And I think that that's why your group has been so helpful because you really do empower. I mean, I think I'm very, I, I have faith in my life and I know God is right beside me and Jesus is right beside me on my journey. And they're giving me that power, but I have the power. I'm not sitting around going, oh, I can't do this. You know, I can do this and I am doing it. Yeah, you absolutely are in the yeah. best way. <laughs> but I've seen weddings and hikes and trips and oh, everything. So amazing. It's so amazing. Well, and you were helpful too, when you said just to write down all the first, you know, cause this has been my, you know, year one was not drinking. And now year two is going to be my new season of going out in the world. Mm. And that has been very helpful just to write down all my, all my things that I've succeeded at, right. That I thought might be hard. And, and I, and that really helps because the little victories add up to big victories too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we talked about this the other day, I think in the group, um, I think someone was struggling with going out and is it possible? And it is what you just said, gather evidence, 
that you can do it because you've done it before there have been times when you've gone out and not had a drink and Mm -hmm. you know you've either had an amazing time or a rubbish time but it's got nothing to do with the alcohol so absolutely gather evidence of all of these things that you've achieved that you've done and you've not had a drink to get you through it it's just proof that actually I can do absolutely anything that I want and I don't need alcohol to help me do it. In fact, it's yes. easier and better without exactly. alcohol in the mix. It is, absolutely. Well, and just all the time you save too. I think that was the thing when we were at the yeah. wedding. I had so much more time. You know, I go up to the bar and get my seltzer water or my non-alcoholic beer, and then I go dance and go talk to people, and I wasn't standing in line at the bar. Think how much time you waste standing oh. in line at a bar <laughs> when you're at a big function like that you, you have so much more time and I have so much more time at home you know between 5 30 and 6 30 every night that's my walking time that's the time I take my little rescue puppy out for a walk and I, I yeah you just have so much more time when you don't when you're not sitting around you know having a glass of wine mm, yeah can you remember because you've got an app haven't you how much time oh let me look it up let me let me look it up here because that was me a, amazing when, when yeah, you it's, shared that. Um, I have saved 1,576 hours. Wow. wow. I don't even know how many days that is. <laughs> no, I don't know either. It's a lot. That, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, the apps are really helpful. This is a, yeah, they have lots of apps out that, that kind of motivate you too. And they haven't even broken down like um, into you know, if you're, if you're at the beginning of your journey and you're just going, I don't know if I can do it another minute, they break it down even to minutes. So you can, you can just break it down to even seconds, you know? And also what I did at the beginning, Gail, is I just went to bed. I went to bed. I would start putting on my pajamas. My family just laughed at me because I'd be in my pajamas at like seven o'clock at night, you know, ready to go do my yoga, you know, my essential oils, you know, if you have a hard time in your day where it's, you know, usually for a lot of us, it was the wine, wine o'clock hour where we wine, we wind down with wine, which is, you know, mm-hmm. that's not, that's not really how it works. But um, so you just change that habit up and go to bed early. Going to bed early is the be- is another best gift you can give yourself when you're in those early days. Just go to bed. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that. I would sometimes have a shower and be in my pajamas at four o'clock. Right. <laughs> you might as well. it was the best thing ever today actually I've had a nap and I often still have naps I live in Spain so it's kind of expected to have a siesta but um but yeah for me that middle of the afternoon was a really difficult time because my drinking would start at like half past two Mm -hmm. and for some reason I hated three o'clock I don't know why but three o'clock was just my nemesis so I would kind of combat that by going to bed between two and three. Um, yeah. and, and I still do sometimes and it's fabulous. <laughs> Isn't that great? I never say no to a nap. Never say no to a nap. <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's, that's what it is. I think that's what you have to do when you're on this journey. Is you have to figure out, okay, so what's going to be my hard time of the day? Who are going to be some of those, especially in the early days, who are going to be some of those people that you just can't see right now? Is there Mm -hmm. a place that you used to go all the time, but you can't go? So that's why the, for me, the pandemic was helpful because you didn't, the people you couldn't see, the places you couldn't go. So, you know, if you don't, yeah, yeah, you just, 
it just made it easier. But now going out, that's when I'm starting to, 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 uh, to encounter all that. But I think I put so many positive experiences behind me that, that I, now it gives me much more confidence to, to just go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love about your journey in particular. Um, all of these amazing things that you have accomplished and you've been open and you've shared, which I think is really important. You shared that if you're feeling anxious about something, you shared if it was an amazing experience, you shared if it wasn't as good as perhaps you thought it might be. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that's fine. It's okay to go out and not have a good time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that it's because you weren't drinking. I think mm-hmm. you were going to have a rubbish time anyway. So, mm-hmm. and I do think as well that we kind of, put a lot of expectation on alcohol we put it up there as yes. on a pedestal don't we it's like yes it's the be all and end all and somebody yes. else was saying in the group the other day about how it's not the focus anymore right other it's things not. become the focus which is yes. really important to to understand yes. as you go through this Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's not the focus anymore, like the people that you're with. And I think that that is, I do think people think like going out for a happy hour, the drinks are going to make everything better. And you're absolutely right. Like that is almost the best experience that I've had is like when you go out and you don't really have a good time and you're not drinking and you wouldn't have had a good time if you'd been drinking, that would have just kind of numbed maybe the people you were with or whatever. It's yeah, alcohol is not the focus anymore. And Gail, doesn't it give you so much more space in your head? It just gives me Mm -hmm. so much more space in my head for like, happy thoughts and creative work things and just yeah I just don't feel like I'm on that constant treadmill of of okay I'm gonna have a glass I'm gonna have a glass of wine here and then I'm gonna go do this and maybe have another you know you start bargaining with yourself you know like I'm just gonna do this and then you it just takes up too much space in your head yeah yeah it does and for me that was one of the most liberating things as well um it was kind of like okay well I'm doing this now and then the thoughts just went you know mm-hmm. that's not to say it wasn't easy because it wasn't mm-hmm. but by making that decision like you said you know I'm not drinking no matter what immediately I didn't have to think about yeah. the, the alcohol anymore right I focus on what I was going to do instead um, right. and I think that's important as well because we automatically reach for a drink to help us feel relaxed calm less stressed more social yes Yes. but it's the thing underneath the wine or the beer that we're aiming to to feel um so I just wonder before we go kind of what things have worked for you to feel how you want to feel like relaxed how are you relaxing right now Uh, Again, I drink my water. I drink like a ton Mm -hmm. of water. I've been doing yoga and everyone laughs at me because my yoga, even my head, I feel like I'm super flexible and a super bendy and stretchy. (laughs) I made the mistake of looking in a mirror the other day when I was doing my sunrise yoga. (laughs) And it's not very pretty. (laughs) In fact, I started started laughing going, (laughs) I better find another room to do my yoga because it's not, but it really does relax me. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
just walking like we walk a ton and just being you know what's new for me too gail is now when i feel like you know when you have an unexpected trigger trigger because you do know the known ones right the known ones but sometimes you run into something and you're like oh i didn't even realize that 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 made me feel kind of anxious and i used to drink to kind of avoid it now i just let that kind of wash over me and i just go hmm yeah it did used to but it doesn't anymore because you know it, it's fine you know that's that's something new for me just that breathing and just letting it kind of wash over you and going well you know I only have this in my moment for just a little bit and I'll be fine. You know, that's that, that mm -hmm. self-talk, you know, oh, you know, we haven't talked about the fast forward, have we? No, the movie we thing that, share that. Oh goodness. This is, this is super, super. And I do, I use it all the time. So you're at some place and you go, even at the wedding, right? Like when we were at the wedding, I could have had a glass of champagne and, um, but then you kind of think, is that going to just be a glass of champagne? Hmm, maybe, maybe not, because moderation for me hasn't been that that great. So it's gonna end up being that and then going to the bar and then dancing on top of a table and then maybe losing my purse. And then you kind of go all the things that may or may not happen. Cause you know, I used to go out and not have that happen, but sometimes it did happen. Mm. So you go to then the next morning and then the next morning you're gonna wake up and it's not gonna be a beautiful, beautiful morning like I've gotten used to. So why would I even do that? Why would I even have that glass of champagne? That's whatever, playing the movie forward or fast forward. And I use that quite a bit. I, I've gotten, yeah, I use that a lot. That's a, that's a very powerful technique, everyone. That's mm. a really good one. So, mm. and there are times, of course, you know, like I, and I don't want everyone to think like that's how I was every night, but it, it's not. But I think the, the times that you have done that in the last 10, 15 years of your life, those are the times you kind of go, oh, those are the so cringeworthy and shameful, you know? Um, mm. And that's nothing that anyone wants to go back to. Like, I wouldn't want to go back and even have one of those nights ever again, so. Yeah, yeah. And it's powerful to hold on to that, um, not dwell on it, because we talk about that a lot, don't we? There's no point in dwelling on what you did and how you behaved in the past, because that was then, this is now. But it mm -hmm. is important to maybe have that somewhere just so you know that you never want to go back there again. Yes. But always yes. look forward to what you can do now. Because I think being alcohol free opens up so much that you can do, be, have experience um, that you would never have been able to do had you been drinking. Like you said before, you're like in a cocoon, aren't you? Your world is quite mm -hmm. small when you're drinking um so it's not anymore Gail. Not we're anymore. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes we are oh we absolutely are so what's your um piece of advice then dawn for anybody who's listening and they might be thinking okay i realize that alcohol is making me feel not good and i don't know what to do what would you say to that person? I would say um, just do what I did and just set yourself a goal, whatever your goal was. Mine was a year because I've tried the three months. I tried, I tried the dry months. I tried all that. So I said a year, a year. I could do anything for a year, right? Like you're sober mm -hmm. while you're pregnant, right? So I can do anything, even nine months. Like just do a sober nine months like you were going to just have a baby. And just try it and then to be open to everything, be open to all the tools, talk to people who you trust mm -hmm. and um, 
yeah, try everything. Like I never thought I'd be an essential oil person, but I've been rubbing it all over my head. I mean, whatever it does, doing the yoga, every, just be open to everything yeah. and then find it, really find your group, find someplace safe where you can talk. Cause you will not be able to do this by yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you can, but I, I don't find that it, it wasn't successful for me to try to do it all by myself. So yeah, that's what I would say. Okay, well, thank you, Dawn. It's been so lovely talking to you today. You've done amazingly well. I don't know why you were well, nervous. You were fabulous. Oh, thank you so much. I was nervous too because my Lulu was like the love of my life, and I was afraid she was going to come in, ring the doorbell, I mean, ring the bell, come <laughs> do something crazy. She was actually good. <laughs> thank you, Gail, for all you do and for all you you bring to to everybody in your life. So you are a joy and a blessing to everyone around you. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please share and subscribe. For more help and support, go to the Sober Bliss website, soberbliss.com. Connect with me on social media and learn how I can help you quit drinking and start living.